Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa. On this podcast, I help you learn how to feel healthy, look good, and plan a life you actually like in the midst of all the everyday chaos. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is another solo show where we are going to dive headlong into how to cope and get through when there's a lot of unknowns going on in your life and or a lot of overwhelm because I think a lot of times those two things go hand in hand when we have things that are just hanging in the balance and we don't know what the answers are or what's going to end up happening it can feel really overwhelming like how do you exist in the day-to-day when there are these things hanging over your head and you're not sure what is going to happen what the answers are how things are going to end up So we are going to talk about that today because I have experienced that (laughs) so many times, especially in the past six years or so. And I'm currently in one of those seasons right now where there are a lot of things that we just don't know what is going to happen. And a lot of things are happening and pieces are moving and you're trying to figure out, okay, well, what does this all look like? But you really don't know until a certain date comes. Or maybe you aren't going to get answers even for an undisclosed period of time. My goodness, when I was just trying to get the divorce final, it felt like that date would never come. It was just constantly hanging in that balance of not knowing what is going to happen. So I'm going to be sharing with you some things today that I have found to be really helpful in the midst of those times, what you can be doing to still feel proactive in your life and like you do have control over some things when so much of your life feels out of control. But before we fully dive into this episode, I want to mention something that I currently have available that is launching next week that could really be helpful to you if you are in this place of having a lot of unknowns or a lot of overwhelm, or you just feel like you're not sure how to get on top of life again. We have so many times when there is just so much on our plates as moms, with jobs, with places we volunteer, with things we have around the house, with all of the different responsibilities that we hold and the relationships that we have in our lives, it can sometimes feel like it's all just too much. You feel behind on things. You don't know where to start to get sort of routines in your life that are going to make life feel manageable again and even enjoyable. And that's why I have created my Live Well Planned course. This course takes you all the way through the entire process of looking at everything that's on your plate, finding times in your day to actually be able to get these things done, creating routines that are going to work for you into the future, including making sure that you're taking care of yourself. We truly cover it all. And I will be right there to hold your hand the whole way because this class is going to be offered live, which I am so excited about. And I can't wait to really be able to get in there with you and customize all of these processes to you. Because I think that's a really special thing about the way that I conduct this course. It's not just some rote system. It's not just this generic thing that I expect to work for everyone. No, it's got these principles that do work really well, but then we are able to customize it to your personality and the season of life that you are currently in and what your planning bents are and what will really work for you. So it's really cool. I think how I have this whole class set up is that we will be going through about four and a half to five weeks of live teaching, and then we have a month of implementation. So all through the month of August, we are going to be doing planning sessions together, checking in on your progress, 
progress, making sure that things are working for you and then tweaking your routines and your schedule and all of that kind of thing. If it's not, it's really a way to see it carried out in real life. So you don't just get the information and then it's like you're off to the races all by yourself. No, we have the accountability built into this program so that you can truly have success all the way through. And then also be able to carry it on afterward because you will be armed with these tools to be able to repeat these processes again later in your life when your life changes. And sometimes that's like month to month. Sometimes that's every couple of years. It just really depends on where you're at in your life. But you will be armed with the kind of information that you need to fight that overwhelm and get on top of your life again and again and again. Okay, so if you want to be a part of that, I would love to have you. And you guys, we only have two more days of my early bird special. So you can come over to mackenziecoppacom slash livewellplanned. And then if you use the code earlybird, you can get an additional 15% off this course. It's going to be an awesome summer to really get yourself together. Feel completely like you are on top of things before the fall hits. It's a great time to do it. So come over to mckenziecoppacom slash livewellplanned. Again, you can use that early bird code, early bird, all in capital letters to get an additional 15% off through Friday evening, the 23rd. So if you get in on the course before then, you can get that discount. Otherwise, you've got until next Wednesday, June 28th to join the course. That is when we kick everything off and it's going to be so much fun, plus be really beneficial to your life. So I really hope that you come over and join us at mckenziecoppacom slash livewellplanned. Okay, but right now, let's dive into this episode all about how to live in the unknowns, how to live with a lot of overwhelm that might be happening in your life. And I think first and foremost, I want to say this can apply to so many different situations. For me right now, there are a lot of things that are unknowns. My kids have been sick. When are they going to be better? <laughs> like, that's an unknown. I also have the unknown of we have a lot of court stuff happening again. Just, you know, just always coming around for the court stuff. So there's a lot of things that hang in the balance with that that can be scary and not knowing what the answers will be or where people will be or how that's all going to come together. It's very overwhelming to think about and and just conduct normal daily life when there are so many questions about what the future looks like. It could be anything, though. You could be having unknowns about fertility. You could be having unknowns about other family members' health or job situations or so many different things that we live with that overarching unknown about. I mean, I think in some ways we all got fairly good at doing this during COVID because we never knew when it was going to be over or when things were going to change or if they ever were going to change, if we were ever going to be able to go in public without wearing masks or be around people again. It all felt so overwhelming. But I think some of us forget sometimes that we've lived through these major crises of unknown times because it was everything different about our lives for everyone back then. So it doesn't always feel equivalent to when we personally are going through something and we're not sure how to live in that balance. So I want to talk about that today 
and let you guys know that you're not alone even when you feel like your situation is just personal to yourself. So many people are dealing with unknowns and you can get through it. I mean, I literally cannot count the number of times for extended periods of time my kids and I and my parents and my friends, we've all been living in these states of unknown about what was going to happen with a lot of the things that are very integral to our lives. And so these are some of the things that have really worked for me and continue to work for me to this day. So the first one will probably not come as a surprise, you guys, because you hear me talk about it all the time, but doing a brain dump. I know I almost sound like ridiculous even saying it because we talk about it so much with planning. It's like, you know, my favorite thing. But when you have a lot that is happening that you don't know about or you feel overwhelmed about, it can feel all-encompassing. And it's really hard to remember a lot of the other things in your life that still have to get done and the everyday things that still need to move forward and you need to be on top of. It's really easy to just let things go. That is our natural bent. That is our natural default of like, I'm overwhelmed, so everything else can just fall by the wayside. But that can be become really difficult, especially if you're going to live in unknown situations for a really prolonged period of time. You don't want to just be trying to play catch up all the time or being caught off guard like, oh yeah, I was supposed to pay those bills or I was supposed to do those dishes or I was supposed to, you know, be at that appointment and I forgot because my head is in a different place. I'm too overwhelmed and too thinking about all these other things that are happening. So I forgot about like, all the rest of life. It's really easy for that to happen. So I want to encourage you to set aside some time to allow your brain to go to that place of all the other things that need to be taken care of because I think that's another part of it is just having to think about all of the other stuff feels like too much. It's like, hi, um, no, I have this really big thing that I'm trying to deal with. I cannot devote any attention to any of these other things, but they, they do have to be taken care of. So if you can set aside the time to actually sit down and do a really thorough brain dump, and I'm going to talk to you about this in a minute, about how to do this in a way that is efficient and is not going to waste any more energy than is absolutely necessary to get a brain dump done. But if you can set aside that time and allow yourself to do this, then you save your brain from having to have all of those windows, all of those tabs open in your brain the rest of the time. Because when you put those things off the rest of the time and you just have all of those tabs and windows going without actually paying attention to them or writing the things down or making decisions about them, it's actually a huge literal physical energy suck on your brain and body. And It is taking so much more of a toll on you by not dealing with those things or not making a plan for them, which is actually contributing to your overall overwhelm. And so if you're able to set aside the time to sit down and really categorically figure some things out, it's going to make a huge difference in how you feel the rest of the time in your everyday life. So I want you to go through and categorize these things. So go through first whatever this unknown situation is. So for like us, it's court, you know, that we're dealing with. So I need to sit down and make a list of all the things pertaining to the court situation. 
What do I need to do? What is weighing on my mind? What worries do I have? So we're even, you know, see going beyond the to-dos of it. We're going into the feelings of it and the thoughts and the worries and the anxieties about it. I want you to put it all down because all of that is lingering in there. All of those things that are keeping you up at night and everything, it's all just ruminating in your system. And you have to find a way to deal with it so that it's not doing that. So you go by category, you write down all of the things for that area, that unknown area. Are there specific dates of things that are happening? Are there time limits on things? Do you need to have certain tasks done? Write it all down. Then once you've got everything that you can think of for that category, move on to the next category. And it's okay if you remember something later and you need to go back and put it in that category. That's totally acceptable. You can do that, but just do as much as you can think of in the moment. And then move on to the next thing. Maybe it's, okay, the house. I need to get on top of the house because if I was on top of the house, then everything else would feel a little bit more manageable. So what tasks do I need to get done? Are there things that need to be repaired? Are there things that I'm wanting to tackle this summer? Am I needing to get some things organized? You know, what whatever it is on your list with that. Do I still need to purge the kids' winter clothes that don't even fit them anymore and are taking up space in their closet? Whatever it is, write all of that down about that category. Then move on to the next category. Maybe there's something else that's really weighing on your mind. I want to encourage you to treat this as kind of like a brain dump slash journal slash, you know, like anxiety release session of getting it all out, wherever it is that works for you to get it out, whether it's on paper or on GoodNotes on your iPad or in Trello, whatever format is going to work best for you to make it the most easy for you to get all of the things out that's what I want you to use. Now, you can take it a step farther later, like if you use paper, but then you actually want to organize these things into actionable steps, which I talk about in the Live Well Planned course. Just had to make that little plug. But you can do something with them later. But the key thing is putting them all down because then you know you have them to come back to. Your brain doesn't have to hold on to them and waste a bunch of energy trying to remember those things and remember those appointments and remember what needs to be done or constantly be combating those feelings that you're having about things. Just put them all down and then you can let that be the repository (laughs) for all of those things, and you can move on with the rest of your day or your week and the time that you have that you need to actually exist in the world. You can let those things live there and then close the door on it, close the cover of the notebook, close the iPad, close the app for Trello or whatever it is, and move on because they're all there. You don't have to do the work to keep remembering them and thinking about them, okay? So, That is your first big step is to do a really thorough brain dump slash journaling session and get out all the things. And there could be tissues involved. There could be crying. But I really want to just encourage you to let all of it out, like feel the emotions, feel the things, get all of it out so that then you can pick up and keep moving forward. Okay, ladies, but before we jump into our next point, I do want to take a short little break to talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is Jenny Kane. You guys, I love my Jenny Kane clothes. I can't say enough good things about them. Oh, my word. I mean, so soft, so comfortable, and I love that I 
feel very pulled together. I feel very stylish without necessarily feeling trendy. You know what I mean? It's not like I just went out and bought the trendy thing that's only going to last for a year or whatever. No, these clothes are made to last with really high quality materials, but they also are made to withstand time. So I'm going to be wearing the same thing five years from now as I am today. And it's going to last because it's made so well. Like I love investing in really good pieces that allow me to do that. And right now, Jenny Kane has out their summer line. It is the perfect time to do a little refresh on the wardrobe. And their summer staples just make getting dressed easier than it's ever been before. You can think minimalist and effortless, but also totally refined. So they have everything from flowy dresses and lightweight cotton cardigans to elevated versions of all your everyday basics. Not to mention the most incredible home essentials too. Jenny Kane is here to help you live your best summer yet. I am one of those, you know, weirdos who actually wears a lot of sweaters in the summer because I'm always cold and I've got the air conditioning on in my house. And so that cashmere fisherman sweater that I got last winter, I'm still wearing this summer. Oh yeah, I just throw it on on top of whatever tank top I'm wearing or shirt that I just want to, you know, do a little front tuck into my jeans or my shorts. And it's been awesome because I still feel pulled together. I don't feel like I just threw on a frumpy sweatshirt or something. Like I just feel like myself, which I really have been trying to focus on lately is wearing clothes that make me feel like me and my Jenny Kane clothes truly do. I also love to be able to throw on one of their sweaters in the evening when it's just a little bit chilly outside, but it still totally goes with all of the summer stuff that I'm wearing. Such versatile pieces that are going to last me for years to come. I think you're going to love the Jenny Kane stuff just as much as me. So find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com slash LiveWell15. My listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code LiveWell15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com slash LiveWell15. And that promo code again is LiveWell15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, let's move on to the next step in this process that I think is really important when you're living in the unknown, and that is controlling what you can control because there is so much that is out of your control. You really have to cling to those things that you can, you know, mostly have control over. And some of these things, I don't know if you're all going to like because they're not always fun or comfortable, but they are whether they are fun or comfortable or not, things that you can do to maintain control of your life. And one of them is your attitude. I know. I know it's not one that we want to talk about, right? Like we feel justified and rightfully so that when things are really hard, we should be able to be a little bit more snappy or annoyed or easily annoyed or, you know, like we feel like, I should be able to harbor my anger about this situation and <laughs> all of that. And maybe, you know, be looking at the dark side of things. Now, I, this is the pot calling the kettle black, honestly. I mean, there have been so many times in the past where I am just like, no. The world is ending. There is no hope. I don't want to talk about hope because hope sets you up for disappointment. I don't want to go there. Okay. But what I am saying, even if you can't maybe muster the hope that you need, 
I would say if you can try to at least really focus on how you are relating to the people around you in your life, that can make a really big difference. And granted, we're all going to have those times. You know, there there have been a couple times in the last few nights where my girls have been sick and they were both sick with something different. And I had one sleeping in one room and one sleeping in another room. And they were both up during the night and I needed one to take medicine. And you just get to that point where it's like, for the love, child, just take the medicine because mommy needs to go back to sleep because mommy is dealing with a lot right now. And I just need you to take the medicine. Okay. (laughs) But really trying to focus, I think, especially with my kids on not being short-tempered, on not being snappy, realizing that they're under stress too, that a lot of crazy things are happening in their lives too, and wanting them to feel safe in this home even when we have unknowns on the table, that they know that emotionally they can process things here and I am not going to be a tyrant or this like, you know, crazy kind of person that they aren't sure what to expect when I'm going through something difficult, like how I might react. I don't want them to ever feel that way. And so I have been really trying to utilize those fruits of the spirit, you guys, like really trying to get after like that self-control of, okay, somebody just ruined something again or spilled something or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to let these little things destroy the big picture relationship that I have with my kids. I am going to realize this is just a moment in time. And I am not going to make short-term decisions that have long-term consequences. I'm going to keep the bigger picture in mind here when I am relating to the people in my life. Now, I'm not perfect at this, but I really am trying to keep that sense of calm and kindness, like really letting kindness reign, really trying to see things from their perspective and come at all of the conversations that we have from that place. Because I think it's really important that we hold relationships in really high regard when we are going through these kind of intense situations. Another thing that I think that we really have to safeguard, and I think it's kind of in that same way of what we were just talking about, but it is where you're putting your energy. Now, we all have a certain amount of energy in our lives that we can devote to things before we really have to recharge it. I mean, that's just like the way our bodies actually work. And and we only have so much capacity to put out there. And so we have to be very deliberate about where we are going to place that energy. I think this is one of those things that makes that brain dump that we talked about at the beginning so effective. Because instead of trying to burn that energy all the time and keeping all of those things in our head, we set aside time to really go there, really dive into it, pour it all out so that we can save our energy the rest of the time. It's this concentrated time of making a lot of decisions. I would say kind of going back even to that brain dump of using that time to look forward to when the thing does happen and possible options of what could happen and what decisions you will make at that time. Because when there's a lot of unknowns, you don't know what's going to happen, but you might have an idea of what some of the possibilities are. And so if you already have worked through, well, okay, if this option happens, then these are the next one, two, three steps that I will take if that option happens. Then if 
Option B happens. These are the next steps we'll take because when it actually happens, when you actually get the results or you get the, you know, the thing comes to an end or whatever, in that moment, you might not be very on top of using your brain <laughs> and you might need to have already made those decisions ahead of time. And I think that we can get in these situations and decision fatigue becomes such a real thing. So when we're able to concentrate it down and kind of like bulk decision make, get a lot of it out of the way at once, it can save us from having to do that in the long run. That is one of those things that can help us in those moments to preserve our energy. But it's also, you know, we put out energy in what we get riled up about. And we have to decide what we can legitimately get upset about or riled up about or, you know, the things that are actually going to make us proactive to doing the things that we need to do in that situation or the things that are just kind of sucking from us but not really giving anything back to us. Now, I saw someone recently displaying this in a way that I was so moved by and sort of overcome by and It was actually Ethan Chapin's mom. Now, if you are familiar with who Ethan Chapin is, he was one of the victims of the University of Idaho murders that happened last November. And all of the families in this situation are handling things very differently. And I don't find fault in any of them because I cannot imagine what that would be like and how awful that situation would be. And some of the families, I think, are really passionate about finding justice for the situation, which I think is a noble goal because you want justice and the person who did this heinous thing should be brought to justice. But also there's this other flip side that I have been so impressed by, and that is Ethan's family. They have decided, I saw the mom on, uh, I think, the Today Show or Good Morning America, and they've started a foundation, and she recently wrote a children's book that's in honor of him, but she actually announced that they are not going to be going to the trial. And I was so surprised by that. I think the interviewer was surprised by that, and she said they just really decided that wasn't where they wanted to put their energy, because at the end of the day... It wasn't going to change anything. It wasn't going to bring Ethan back. Now, for some of the families, I think it will bring a certain sense of closure when that happens. But for them, she said they wanted to pour their energy into moving forward and rebuilding as a family and, you know, creating this foundation for him and figuring out how to get from day to day in a way that honors him and remembers him, but also helps them to build what the rest of their lives are going to look like without him here. That is where she wanted to pour her energy and her family's energy into them drawing together and being close and being able to be there for their kids through the grief and all of the processes that they are going through. And that really gave me food for thought about when I am dealing with difficult situations in my day-to-day life, where do I want to spend my energy? Do I want to spend it on being bitter or angry about things or, you know, always focusing on what could be done or, you know, and and I, I tend to not live in that place anyway, I think, just by my natural inclination. But 
I thought that was just such an interesting way to go about things. We really have control over where we put our focus and our energy. And it matters. And it affects those around us. And it affects us and our own happiness. And we get to make those deliberate decisions about how we want to live our lives and where we want to put that effort. And so I would really suggest, especially to those of us who are living in a time of unknowns, to think about where that energy expenditure is going and to just be a little bit more specific and thoughtful about it. And now we're going to take a quick break to talk about skincare, you guys, because that is some place that I really like to focus my energy. If you haven't picked up on, I love some good skincare. And we have a new sponsor for the podcast today that I am so excited about. And that is One Skin. OneSkin was founded by a team of four female PhD-level longevity scientists. This really excites me because I'm starting to, you know, notice the aging process and wanting to do what I can. And I love when I find really clean products that are going to do what I need to make me still feel and look youthful. And that's exactly what OneSkin does, you guys, because these four scientists have put together 15 years of their experience studying the biology of aging aging. So after testing thousands of peptides, they discovered OS1. The OS1 peptide is scientifically proven to target aged, also called senescent cells, the main source of skin aging, and actually reduces the biological age of skin by several years. You guys, that's exactly what I need to hear about my products. Their flagship product, OS1 Face, is clinically validated to improve firmness, fine lines, and overall tone and appearance. Unlike most other skincare products on the market, One Skin works deeper than surface level and is designed to promote healthier skin from the inside out. When you have healthier skin, you have better looking skin. I'm just so excited about this product because my skin has been changing a lot lately and I loved getting my hands on OS1. I have their eye cream and their face cream, and I love them so far. I've only had them for a short period of time, but I can't wait to see what these do with my skin because, first of all, I love a product that just really absorbs really nicely, which is exactly what One Skin does. I don't feel any greasiness or anything. It lays beautifully under makeup. I love putting it on at night. I feel super hydrated and like it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, which feels awesome. I also really like that they're resourceful about their packaging. Their packaging all has refills, so they're not putting a bunch of plastic plastics back into the landfill. It's just a really great system all the way around where they've thought of everything. Plus, it's really clean, which is so important to me. So it's fragrance-free. They've made sure it's all really good ingredients that are in there. So you're not using anything toxic while you're trying to actually reduce your skin age. And, you know, like they've just made a really good clean product. So One Skin is for everyone that wants to prevent or reverse the signs of aging with a groundbreaking approach. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time for you to experience a new skin health routine at a discounted rate today. You can get 15% off with the code LIVEWELL at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code LIVEWELL. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. So age healthy with one skin. Okay, now back to what we can be doing about living in the unknown. 
So sort of going off that last one that we talked about as far as energy is concerned, I also want you to think about what kind of content you are allowing into your life because content can sink us really quickly. And that can be just, you know, like random content on social media, but it can also be, you know, the movies we choose to watch or the music we choose to play, or we get to decide what kind of state those things put us in and safeguard ourselves from it. For me, I know, especially a few years ago when I was going through the thick of my divorce, like leading up to the trial and it was super hard, It was at that point that I fell in love with the podcast because they tout themselves as being the podcast that talks about things that entertain but do not matter. And that was exactly what I needed at that point in my life. I needed to be able to compartmentalize everything that I was dealing with. So I would have those times where I set aside and I dealt with all of the court stuff and I allowed myself to be in that place. And then I would pull myself completely out of it and be in a completely different space and listen to something goofy. And, you know, something that just allowed me to have a break from all the intensity of what was happening in my life. And that would allow me to step back into those times when I needed to, and then come out of them when I just needed to be able to, you know, calm myself and not have my anxiety on high alert and just be able to, you know, kind of release everything and have a little bit of a distraction. So I think being really careful about what content you will allow in is really important. I mean, even I pay attention to what I'm reading. You know, there are times when I'm really in the mood for a good World War II novel and all of the difficulties and everything that happen with those and I can handle it. But then there are other times where I am just going to park firmly in the camp of the rom-coms because that's as much as my emotional state can muster. Like that's where I need to be. And that's okay. It's good for us to know those things about ourselves and make sure that we are putting those safeguards around our lives. So whether it's people that you follow on social media that may be wonderful but are in a different place than you in life and that might feel hard to watch, then don't watch them. Mute them for a while. You don't even have to unfollow them if you don't want to. Just decide that's not going to rain forefront in your feed. You know, you get to decide what you're going to take in. And I want you to be really careful and deliberate about that because your mental health is so important. And it's really, really critical that you know exactly what you can handle and what you can't. And it's okay. And I would say even relationships and voices from other people that you're allowing into your life, it's really important to put a safeguard on those things too. If you know there are certain people who are going to make things a little bit harder for you, it's a good time to take a little bit of distance from them. Not in a mean way, but in a self-preservation kind of way. You need to surround yourself with support and kindness and not things and people that are going to make it harder. Another one that I think is really important is how you are spending your time. So it can be really easy, as we've kind of been talking about in this episode, to let things go and, you know, pull the covers over your head or just kind of, you know, not focus on the things that you need to focus on. And I think that's where having that brain dump is really important because then you can pull from that list without having to try to think of the things in the moment when you get some time to be working on just regular life stuff. You can just reference back to that list. Okay, what do I need to do? okay, I've already figured those things out. Here's some options of things that I could get done that are going to benefit our everyday life. And sometimes a lot of your time you can't necessarily manage, which can be frustrating and overwhelming because a lot of these unknown things 
do take up real time or they come up in ways that you didn't expect. My kids getting sick this week, didn't expect it, but have to deal with it. And it definitely takes time. Or this stuff with like court that I'm going through when I receive paperwork or I need to submit paperwork or I need to make calls about things. Those are things that take time that I don't necessarily have control over. But I can control other parts of my time around that. I can make sure that I'm setting aside time to take care of myself because especially when you're in kind of a high stress situation with overwhelm and unknowns, it can be really easy to get sick and have your immune system be down and you have to take care of yourself. I'm still taking my nightly baths and making sure that is something that is, you know, a staple in my life so that I'm taking care of my body and my brain. I'm still prioritizing sleep. I think that's incredibly important when we're going through these kinds of situations. And if I'm having one of those nights where all of those things are playing through my mind, you know, the ones that we put down in the brain dump that we're not supposed to be thinking about when we're going to sleep, I actually intentionally go through that mind process of like, pretending there's a container that I am putting those things in and then shutting the container and putting it on the shelf and deciding to not think about them anymore. And one of the ways that I do that is by asking the question, what can I do right now that will change or help this situation? And most of the time, late at night, when I am trying to fall asleep, the answer is either nothing, there is nothing I can do at that time that is actually going to change or help the situation, or the thing that might help or change the situation is actually me getting the rest that I need so that I can deal with the things in the coming day. And so that question actually allows me to be able to check out from the situation much better than I used to be able to. Because when I really think about it and it really comes down to it, If there is nothing I can do in that moment, the best thing that I can do is sleep. Then I can put those things away and enter into a state of rest and deal with them again the next day. Unpack that box in my mind and get everything back out the next morning and deal with it then. But I don't need to do it in that moment. Right then, I need to sleep. And that can happen other times during your day too. You can ask that question when you start feeling overwhelmed of, What can I do right now that is going to change or help this situation? And there may be legitimate things on your list that you need to get done that will impact the situation. But there also may be things that you need to, you know, pull away from and deal with. The thing that I can do right now in this situation is my dishes so that I don't have to think about it anymore and I can get back to dealing with the situation at hand. So, You can ask that question repeatedly all through your day to figure out what the next best step is for you to take. Okay, and the final kind of tip I think I have for you guys is more about dealing with those logistics of life and making a plan for how you're going to get them done. I think this is something that you can even do during that brain dumping process when you're putting all of those things down is really figuring out, okay, I do want my house to still be pulled together. or These are the things that matter to me. What is my plan for getting them done? When are they going to happen? Am I going to have help with them? How am I going to make them happen? And especially the one, even if you let the house go, even if you stop doing the laundry and the dishes pile up on the sink and you go buy paper plates, the thing that isn't going to go away is everyone has to eat every day. You guys, it never changes. 
I hate to break it to you. I wish it was different. But every day, everyone wants to eat like quite a few times. (laughs) And so this will come as no surprise to you. But I really, really suggest that you meal plan. And it just so happens this actually I didn't plan for this today. But plan to eat is our sponsor for today. And I love that because Plan to Eat offers you so many tools to be able to make this process less stressful. I love that all my recipes are stored in this one spot. I have menus that I've created that I can turn back to that I don't have to keep doing the planning over and over again every single time. I can just go back to that menu that I already created, plop it on my calendar, just a drag and drop, and everything will be there. It's got my shopping list made for me so I can either order the groceries online or I can go to the grocery store and I've got the app in my hand because I'm never going to leave my phone at home so I don't have to worry about forgetting my shopping list. And it even arranges your shopping list so nicely with all of the different categories in the store. So it's really easy to not have to be like running back and forth in the store because you've got it all together, just organized in a really succinct way. I can also keep track of any meals that I have in the freezer or new things that I want to try. Like there are so many options within Plan to Eat to make your planning so much easier. In fact, one thing lately, you guys know that my dear friend Katie. Katie Duckett is moving away. She's moving across the country and it's actually happening like right now. And the other day she said, send Roman out here to get our food because we can't take the food with us. We're going to be in this whole process of moving for the next few weeks. And I have all this stuff that I need to get rid of. So will you just come take it? And I was like, you don't have to ask me twice. And so she sent, I mean, eggs and boxes and you know so much food to us my freezer is now like stocked and completely full my pantry is overflowing I'm so grateful but then I can go into plan to eat and actually look at like okay instead of me doing my shopping based on my meal plan, I'm now making my meal plan based on what I already have here. So I can search and plan to eat for recipes with chicken. And all of my chicken recipes are going to come up. And so then I can drag and drop those onto my meal plan really easily and be using the ingredients that I already have on hand. It's just so flexible and can really work with whatever life situation that you are dealing with. I love Plan to Eat. I've used it for almost nine years now. It's just that good. So it is a subscription service. It's $49 a year or $5.95 a month. But if you use my code, so if you go to plantoeat.com slash livewell or use the code livewell at checkout, you can get 30% off a yearly membership and you can also get 30 days free to completely try it out. So go to plantoeat.com slash livewell. You'll get that 30 days free. You can get the 30% off a yearly subscription It's so good, you guys. You're not going to want to miss out on this tool that will truly make your life so much easier, especially in these times when you are experiencing more stress and overwhelm and there's so much that you don't know. This is something you can know. You can really simply make your meal plans Make those decisions all at once. Like if you are able to, I would say sit down and plan out a month of meals or create like five different menus that you can just repeat over and over again. So you don't have to keep going through that like, ah, what are we having today? And people are asking you and, you know, you just know and you don't have to figure it out. You don't have to add that to your decision fatigue. Just get it all nailed down and figured out. That's why I absolutely 
love Plan to Eat. I've been singing its praises forever. I would sing the praises even when they aren't sponsoring the podcast because it's just that good. I truly believe that. I really hope that this episode was able to give you some practical things that you can be doing if you're living in that flux of the unknown. I get it. I know that it is so hard. And if you just want like some camaraderie when you are in the hard things, I would love to have you come over and join us in Patreon because we have so many women over there who are also dealing with things that they are in the middle of. But we all get to kind of like come together and talk about both serious things and goofy things and be in this community together that is so encouraging and wonderful. I just really love our Patreon ladies. So you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash live well together. I do lives in there three times a week. We release mini casts and digital planning tools and all kinds of things. You can get in for either five or eight dollars a month. So it's super affordable and I would love to have you come join us. So again, that's patreon.com slash live well together. And it's just really fun to get to know you guys better too. It's the most intimate space that I have online with people who are part of the platform. So I would love if you came over there and like got to know us. It's super fun. We do book clubs and all kinds of things. All right, ladies. Well, I really hope that this was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions. I've been sending out my newsletters. You can always respond directly to my newsletter and I will get that email and be able to respond to you or do another episode or YouTube video about those things, which by the way, I've been back on YouTube. You guys, I have been showing up. I've released two new videos in the past two weeks. It feels like a miracle. So it talks all about summer schedules and brain dumps because I love a good brain dump. So you can find those things over at youtube.com slash Mackenzie Coppa. Go check them out. Tell your friends about them. But I just love you ladies. And I hope that whatever you are going through right now, if you are going through something that you get a little bit of relief from listening to this episode. Or if you know someone who is dealing with the unknown, you know, shoot this episode their way and allow them to know they aren't alone in it and that you've heard these things and you'd love to come alongside them in these ways because that's something my friends have done such a good job of in the last six years is just being with me in the storm and in the unknown and letting me cry or letting me be frustrated, but then having that encouragement for me to just keep getting back up and continuing to keep going and that just keep swimming, get back up again. I always think of the little troll from Trolls, you know, what's her name, Poppy? I don't know, but you know, get back up again. That's what we got to just keep on doing because it's worth it. All right. I know in the moment it doesn't always feel worth it, but it truly is. All right, ladies, you can find the show notes to this episode by swiping up in whatever app you listen to the podcast on, or you can come over to MackenzieCoppa.com slash podcast, and you can find all of the episodes there with all of the notes, everything from our sponsors and all of that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, go be bold and gracious.